Hello friends, welcome to Book Reading Marathon Challenge, Day 12, Chapter 11, Atomic Habits by James Clear. Today we'll talk about the third law. The third law is make it easy. Walk slowly but never backward. On the first day of class, Jenny Olsman, a professor of the University of Florida, divided his film photography students into two groups. Everyone on the left side of the classroom, he explained, would be in the quantity group. They would be graded solely on the amount of work they produced. On the final day of class, he would tally the number of photos submitted by each student. 100 photos would rate an A, 90 photos a B, 80 photos a C, and so on. Meanwhile, everyone on the right side of the room would be in the quality, quality group they would be graded on the excellence of their work. They would only need to produce one photo during the semester. But to get an A, it had to be a nearly perfect image. At the end of the term, he was surprised to find that all the best photos were produced by quantity group. During the semester, these students were busy taking photos, experimenting with composition and lighting, testing out various methods in the dark room, and learning from their mistakes. In the process of creating hundreds of photos, they honed their skills. Meanwhile, the quantity group set around speculating about perfection. In the end, they had little to show for their efforts other than unverified theories and one mediocre photo. It is easy to get bogged down trying to find the optimal plan for change. The fastest way to lose weight the best program to build muscle, the perfect idea for a side hustle. We are so focused on figuring out the best approach that we never get around to taking action. As Voltaire once wrote, the best is the enemy of the good. I refer to this as the difference between being in motion and taking action. The two sides into two ideas sound similar, but they are not the same. When you are in motion, you are planning and strategizing and learning those are all good things but they do not they don't produce a result action on the other hand is the type of behavior that will deliver an outcome if i outline 20 ideas for article i want to write that's motion if i actually sit down and write an article that's action if i search for a better diet plan and read a few books on the topic that's motion if I actually eat a healthy meal, that's action. Sometimes motion is useful, but it will never produce an outcome by itself. It doesn't matter how many times you go talk to the personal trainer, that motion will never get you in shape. Only the action of walking out will get the result you are looking to achieve. If motion doesn't lead to result, why do we do it? Sometimes we do it because we actually need to plan or learn more, but more often than not, we do it because motion allows us to feel like we are making progress without running the risk of failure. Most of us are experts at avoiding criticism. It doesn't feel good to fail or to be judged publicly. So we tend to avoid situations where that might happen. And that's the biggest reason why you slip into motion rather than taking actions. You want to delay failure. It's easy to be in motion and convenience yourself uh, that you and convince yourself that you you are still making progress. You think 
i have got conversation going with four potential clients right now that is good we are moving in the right direction or i brainstormed some ideas for that book i want to write this is coming together motion makes you feel like you are getting things done but really you are just preparing to get something done when preparation becomes a form of procrastination you need to change something you don't want to merely be planning you want to be practicing if you want to master a habit the key is to start with repetition repetition not perfection you don't need to map out every feature of a new habit you just need to practice it this is the first takeaway of the third law you just need to get your reps in how long does it actually take to form a new habit habit formation is the process by which a behavior becomes progressively more automatic through repetition the more you repeat an activity the more structure of your brain changes to become efficient in that activity neuroscientists call this long term potentiation which refers to the strengthening of connections between neurons and the brain based on recent pattern of activity with each repetition cell to cell signaling improves and the natural connection tightens first described by neuropsychologist donald hab in 1949 this phenomenon is commonly known as hub's law neurons that fire together wire together repeating a habit leads to a clear physical change in the brain in magicians the cerebrum critical for physical movement like plucking a guitar string or uh, pulling a violin bow is large than it is in non musicians mathematicians mathematicians meanwhile have increased gray matter in their interior inferior peritoneal lobe lobe which plays a key role in competition and calculation its size is directly correlated with the amount of time spent in the field the older and more experienced the mathematician the greater the increase in gray matter when scientists analyzed the brain of taxi drivers in london they found that the hippocampus a region of brain involved in spatial memory was significantly larger in their subject than in non taxi drivers even more fascinating the hippocampus hippocampus decreased in the size when a driver retired like the muscles of the body responding to a regular weight training particular region of the brain adapts as they are used and atrophy as they are abundant of course the importance of repetition in establishing habits was recognized long before neuroscientists began poking around in 1960 the english philosopher george h lewis noted in learning to speak a new language to play a musical instruments or to perform unaccustomed movements great difficulty is felt because the channels through which each sensation has to pass have not become established but no sooner has frequent repetition cut a pathway than this difficulty vanishes the action becomes so automatic automatic that they can be performed while the mind is otherwise engaged both common sense and scientists scientific evidences agree repetition is a form of change each time you repeat an action you are activating a particular neural circuit associated with that habit this that this means that simply putting in your reps is one of the most critical steps you can take to encoding a new habit it is why the students who took tons of photos improved their skills while those who merely theorized uh, theorized about perfect photos did not 
one group engaged in active practice the other in passive learning one in action the other in motion all habits follow a similar trajectory and effortful practice to automatic behavior a process known as automaticity automate automaticity automaticity is the ability to perform a behavior without thinking about each step which occurs when the non-conscious mind takes over on the uh, on, on the following page you'll see what it looks like when researchers track the level of auto uh, automaticity for an actual habit like walking for 10 minutes each day the shape of these charts which scientists call learning curves reveals an important truth about behavior change habits forms based on frequency not time one of the most question, uh, common question i hear is how long does it take to build a new habit but what people really should be asking is how many does it takes to form a new habit this is how many questions are required to many uh, to make a habit automatic this is nothing magical about thing passing with regard to habit formation it doesn't matter if it's been 21 days or 30 days or 300 days what matters is the rate at which you perform the behavior you could do something twice in 30 days or 200 times it's the frequency that makes the difference your current habit have been internalized over the course of hundreds if not thousands of repetitions new habits require the same level of frequency you need to string together enough and successfully attempts until the behavior is formed embedded in your mind and you cross the habit line in practice it doesn't really matter how long it takes for a habit to become automatic what matters is that you take the action you need to take to make progress whether an action is fully automatic is of uh, less importance to build a habit you need to practice it and the most effective way to make practice happen is to adhere to third law of behavior change make it easy the chapter that follows will show you how to do exactly that the third law of uh, the chapter summary the third law of behavior change is make it easy the most effective form of learning is practice not planning focus on taking action not being in motion habit formation is the process by which a behavior becomes progressively more automatic through repetition the amount of time you have been performing a habit is not as important as the number of times you have performed it so thank you very much friends it's vivek kumar signing off for today until we meet tomorrow thank you